Hello and welcome back to Reeling in the Piers. My name is Gary O'Brien and this is where I get some of my very good friends on to chat about and discuss all kinds of movies. So joining me today, once again, it's Orla McIntyre and she's here to talk about the 2021 fantasy adventure, Jungle Cruise. So stick around, we hope you enjoy. Now Orla, I, I'm so sorry, before we discuss anything, I just do need to say it's Return of the Mac. Dude, so much. I know. I don't care. It's so worth it. And I just—I <laughs> realized I didn't do it for Godzilla v Kong, and it just needs to—it needs to be a recurring segment. <laughs> it's Return of the Mac. The Play sh- the music again, Gary. How are you? Welcome back. Hello, hello. I'm so glad to be back. I've missed it. It's great to have you back. I know we were on a bit of a hiatus, but um, we're back now with staggered releases. But sure, look, it's better than it's better than being outside in the sun. Tell you that much. Honestly, on this gorgeous summer day, I'm so glad I'm sitting inside of my laptop. Yeah, but we're talking about such a gorgeous movie. Like they're all hot. It's the sun there in the outdoors in that movie, so it's practically the same. Yeah, you can take the jungle out of Dwayne, but you can't take Dwayne out of the jungle. Yeah, we need to. So first of all. I like I've already said, thanks for coming back. Uh, but also, what I'm loving so much about this is that you've been on three times. This is your fourth time. And this is only your second Dwayne The Rock Johnson movie. Or as he's c- pronounced on this podcast, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, I feel like I've let myself down on this. I've also, like, and Dwayne The Rock, honestly. Yeah. I feel like I've let him down as well. But yeah, I'm, I'm surprised He's devastated. <laughs> he's the thwart. <laughs> he's the quest. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. He's down in the dwamps. <laughs> sorry, I'll stop. I lost my complete train of thought. Yeah, sorry. Um, um. <laughs> let yourself down. It's only the second The Rock yeah. movie you've done. Yeah, I'm honestly surprised. I mean, not going to lie, the other two movies were pretty fantastic as well. Yeah. Like, we're not going to... Absolutely. Gonna... I have excellent taste in films. Um, yeah. Well, you've now done two movies with, you know, The Rock and two movies with Giant, giant Monkeys. So you're kind of, you're, you're fairly on brand. Yeah, yeah. I'm one with zombies, just seeing it, shake it up. Exactly, just yeah. To, just to piss off Lily more than anything. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so you're here to talk about Jungle Cruise. Um, so I, I kind of reached out to a few people just to ask like what they were thinking of for their next podcast. And within like 30 milliseconds, I'm going to say, um, you had just replied in all caps, Jungle Cruise. I mean, I was just waiting for you to ask me. Like, I was like... It, it For like a millisecond, I was going, oh, I should do like San Andreas or maybe Sharknado or something. And then I was like, wait, Jungle Cruise is coming out. Yeah. I mean, it was just perfect timing. The stars aligned. Yeah. And like, look, there's no better rock movie where he's in an off-white tee in the jungle. It just combines Being real everything. sassy. Yeah. Oh, I think this is the most sassiest we've seen in The Rock, his, I'm going to say. His pun game in this movie is so strong. Oh, we'll so get to strong. his pun game. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. It gives me life. Um, but yeah, so I guess maybe, I don't know what, like, just to, if anyone is listening and hasn't even, like, doesn't really know much about this movie, uh, do you care to tell me what Wikipedia said this movie was about? <laughs> I'm glad you said Wikipedia, because I'm currently reading <laughs> the article. Yeah, I watched this five days ago, and I've already forgotten the entire plot. Yeah. Um, I mean, it starts in, like, the 1500s, where the conquistadors are in South America, and they're searching for this mystical flower, and, but they get cursed and they have to like Mm -hmm. 
they can't die, but they can't leave the side of the Amazon River. Mm-hmm. Um, then we switch to like World War One, and Jack Whitehall is giving a speech very badly. Mm-hmm. And um, so we meet him. He's giving a speech. The speech is actually written by his sister, who's played by Emily Blunt. They're like explorers, and they're trying to, you know find this arrowhead that will lead them to this flower that the conquistadors wanted and so they um they get a have a little run in with some i'm gonna say pre-nazis mm-hmm, yeah they weren't nazis because it was world war one but they were bad germans yeah, that's the sinister I don't know vibe the, about them i don't know what the politically correct term is bad germans <laughs> but then they go to brazil and they look for a boat they meet Dwayne johnson and they hire him for a jungle cruise, as we say in the biz, they adventure along the Amazon River to find this. They have to battle evil tribes. They have to battle these cursed conquistadors. And the Germans keep showing up as well in a submarine, yeah. because that's logical. Exactly. Um, the Germans, they're known for their submarines. Yeah. This movie is just shenanigans on the Amazon. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Free two-day sailing. <laughs> um, but, so yeah, so I guess I, I know the, I know what the answer is, okay? I know before you say it, but I'm going to expand. So actually, no, I'll ask a better question. So why did you like this movie so much? <laughs> it had everything that I need in a movie. Yeah. It had Dwayne Johnson. It had yeah. bad jokes. Mm-hmm. It had a lovable jaguar. And it mm-hmm. had adventure. And it had the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Uh, yeah, absolutely. D- ticks all those boxes for anyone who loves jaguars, um, the rock, jungles, friendship. Jesse Clemens, or friendship, the whole shebang. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I guess um, Paul Giamatti. I, I Paul Giamatti. He's he's just in everything now. I think he's just doing a lot of paycheck gigs doing or something. Very he just seems to be- very bad accents. Look. <laughs> You don't, you don't, you don't, like, look, there's always got to be one. There's always got to be one of these types of movies. Um, but yeah, like, what, like, like, what did you think of, like, I guess, because there's a lot of these types of movies, I guess, with these kind of big, you know, jungle adventures or kind of these, like, um, kind of like The Mummy. All starring James, Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne yeah. Dwayne Dwight Johnson. Dwayne Dwight Johnson. So I guess, yeah, so like, what did you, like, because this is probably more, more, one of his more, like, not sanitized roles, but like, it's very family friendly it I is guess, it's very formulaic it's very family yeah. friendly um it's it's definitely you were saying it's his sassiest role mm-hmm. it definitely is but it's it, i mean it's it's based on the ride yeah like pirates of the caribbean but it's very like i don't know but i don't know if you agree with this but it was very it's just a melting pot of other movies yeah yeah like it's based on the ride so you've got the pirates of the caribbean um, am I going off the question? I can't remember what the question was. Oh, no, I just more so meant like... <laughs> I've no, honestly like, lost my train of thought again. No, no, it's, it's just all about like, I guess like, it's just The Rock being more... Like, so we've seen him like in like Hobbs and Shaw and we've seen him doing all oh, these like badass roles. Oh, I did not, I watched roles. that recently. It's, I only saw I it recently. You hadn't seen it. <laughs> so good. But yeah, I guess, I guess for me, it was just so weird to see him as a character who was very Disney-esque, I guess. Mm. Um, Like, I know he's kind of done kids movies before like Moala and stuff like that. But I don't know, it was just weird to see him kind of be... Like, the dad jokes, I guess, was just kind of 
jarring to begin with to kind of but then you i guess understand why he's like that yeah like he, he his character kind of opened with the dad jokes and you didn't really have much of a like a basis for it and then yeah what was i think what was the most jarring thing about the like the bad jokes and the puns and stuff was like he was like given given a jungle cruise to just a random yeah. group of people and he's making these jokes and no one on the boat reacted there's just silence and i was like i is this meant to happen? I think it's because something that we discover later on in the movie, yeah. he's just doing shit for himself. And yeah, like, yeah. he doesn't really give a fuck. Um, but it, but that's, I, I think just, that's why it's so jarring is that there's no reaction. Yeah, You're like, is this supposed to be funny? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I thought it was hilarious, but... Of course. <laughs> you know. uh, but also, just another question for you as well, then, in terms of like the scale of this movie. Do you... Because you watched it at home. Yes. Did you feel like... Did you feel like you were kind of robbed of the experience a bit by not seeing it in cinemas? No, I think I was immersed. Like, we we did yeah. the whole shebang. We'd got popcorn, you know, we got sweets. We were like, no, we're making our own home cinema here. Um, so we yeah. kind of, we did it well. But no, I was I was still immersed in it, like... Yeah, because, like... It was just, it was, it was just... Like, it's based off the ride, so you were, you were kind of, you were literally going along for the ride. Yeah. So it was just kind of like, it was just a fun time. Um, I don't think it took anything away. Yeah. Okay, I tell you, what, I might be slightly um, biased because I went to go see Stillwater the day before, which is like a very, oh, yeah. you know, not slow movie, but it's like, you know, it's one of those serious movies, drama. Um, and then I so was watching this at home on my TV. I was like, oh, geez, I wish I was, I wish I'd seen it on the big screen. It would it be opens, good on the big screen. I will admit, like, and it opens with this like massive like thing. You see London in 1916, and it looks incredible. Mm. Like I don't know if that's what it looked like, but just the just the set design. It was this mm. big world, and like I think they had announced that this was one of the biggest sets ever built for a movie. You know, oh, really? the, you know, the, I think I saw something about that. It wasn't in my uh, trusty INDB trivia section, but I know when they revealed they were beginning production on it, they the Rock did like a drone shot of of the the set and it's fucking massive but it's like that whole set you know where at the beginning of the movie where they go to that town in brazil and there's the whole market chase and there's the submarine battle and so like all that was like one big set that they were able to kind of just shoot on yeah their um, their action scenes and their chase scenes were fantastic oh and i think that's kind of because they did a lot of it practical um mm-hmm. and that's why i think i would have liked to see it at the big screen was for that big kind of big set piece thing but it was funny because then like so much of the movie is a cgi fucking mess that you're just like what it's like they put all the money into the set at the beginning of the movie and then after that it's just like ah yeah just we'll cgi some fucking trees in there be grand don't you worry about it pink dolphins be grand uh but also yeah so just actually just go back to the rock as well um one of the things i thought that stood out about this role uh that he did was he actually kind of had like a a female counterpart that was nearly like on the same level because I feel like he kind of nearly attempts to nearly overshadow some other performances in the whereas this like Emily Blunt kind of oh they bounced uh, off each other so well so well but I like I remember watching like you know back last year when it was supposed to come out yeah um, back in the olden days um, seeing all the like press releases and them doing interviews and like the their chemistry was like was on and off screen like they were bouncing off each other in interviews and stuff like so like it really translated onto the into the film as well and it just it just worked so well yeah and i think i think what was great about just um both her chemistry with the rock was just as a character by herself i just she's so she's just so badass you know, she's just like she's like she's like indiana jones do you know what i mean like in the sense that she just goes off does her own fucking thing it doesn't take any shit from anyone oh, should I hear um, I, I, I thought she's great and i feel like that like 
it's mad when, I don't know, we'll talk about it later, how this movie is very similar to the likes of Pirates of the Caribbean, The Mummy, Indiana Jones. Roswell Dorado. Uh, Roswell Dorado? Yes. At the, oh, sp- oh. the end scene? I can kind of, yeah. the Oh, yeah. That is true. It's ripped straight from Roswell Dorado. It's, that's actually a great point. I was only talking about that movie earlier. National um, Treasure 2. National Treasure <laughs> But um, but yeah, it's bad because I was thinking like, who's a character that that's like that's we've seen before? And the only person I could think of was your one Evelyn, or I think her name was Evelyn from the Mummy movies. And yeah. I'm just like, that was 1999, and we haven't had a character like it in 20 plus years. That's a bit mad. Yeah, kind of par for the course though. <laughs> but yeah, oh, she's just amazing. Like the the, I love Emily Blunt anyway. But the character, she's just like. Yeah, she just does what she wants and she's just like, I can do this on my own. I can I can kayak yeah. up the Amazon on my own. I don't need you. Be grand. Uh and that, but like she's got she's got a trusty brother. She's got a trusty uh, brother. McGregor, yes. Played by Jack Whitehall. Who is just the brother from the mummy. Again, yeah, this I have a whole I have a I'll do it in the spoiler section, but I have yeah. an entire like thing of why this movie is the mummy. Yeah, it is. Um, it's exactly the like, mummy. What what do you think about Jack, Jack Whitehall? Because there was obviously a bit of like there was a bit of like people were a bit upset about him being cast in the role and such. And I'm not a fan of Jack Whitehall. Thank you. I'm gonna. I don't like him. I'm either. gonna preface with that. I'm not a fan of Jack Whitehall. I don't like his comedy. I don't think he's funny. But I, I like. I thought he was good in this. Like his physical comedy is good. I yeah. get like he. Spoiler alert, guys. He's gay. He's like an openly gay Disney not character. That, that's not even that spoilerish. But, it's... Yeah, it's all over the internet, but he's paid, played by a straight actor, and they're like, why couldn't you just get a gay actor? It's not difficult. Yeah. Um, in this day and age. So I, like, I'm kind of like, I'm like, he was good, but I'm like, ah, but they kind of, you know, gone a different direction. Um, I mean, he did have some excellent one-liners. Yeah, like I will say, he's very funny in the movie, mm. and I think for me, it's a bit jarring when you see him initially and you know that he's like playing a gay character yeah. and it's just kind of like oh no he's playing it but I think once I don't know I think his character is more buffoonishly English than trying to be camp yeah he's just like schoolboy English like when um, like when they meet Dwayne Johnson and you know they're getting on his boat and Dwayne Johnson's throwing all his luggage in the river and he's like those are my tennis rackets <laughs> yeah. I need my dinner like, jacket for dinner what will I wear <laughs> um, like it is it is funny but um, yeah, I was just like, I was like, mm, I don't know if they could have gone yeah. in a better direction. Yeah, and I think, I think, like, look, Disney are just slowly creeping towards having a character who's called, like, who's states that they are gay in a movie. Like, not spoiler too much of this, but this they come like, oh, oh, so close to like saying the words. It's, it's the the it's the the conversation is just about the people. You yeah, love. the people you love and who 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 you love in this. Yeah, movie. and it's just like and it's. Yeah. What's it? And, and they say something I can't remember, but like the, it was like a, uh, I was like to to love and to love and differently or something like that to having. Yeah. And then the rock cheers it, and it's the closest they've gotten to like we're okay with gay people, we just can't say it yet. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> not in this economy. No. But like, look, it's a it's a, it's an openly gay character in like a trio lead situation of a big Disney blockbuster. Yeah. It's getting there. Slowly, but true. Uh, but uh, and then another thing I want to talk about was just before we get to the spoilers, the villains because it's kind of got some cool villains in this movie. It's got so many villains. There are so many villains, and then there are pseudo villains. Yes. Who Who's your favorite? Who's my favorite villain? Oh God, I don't know. I think the Bee Man. The Bee Man. Oh, oh, okay. I think the Bee Man. I just liked him. I was just yes. like, he's so sticky. 
Because, yeah, so you got, like, you got Jesse... Is it Jesse Plemons? Am I completely mispronouncing it? Jesse Plemons. No, Jesse Plemons. Meth Damon for fans of Breaking Bad. Um, but he he plays, like, the, the Prince Yakum. Yes. Uh, so he's, like, yeah, this German... Yeah. This German yeah, they start try, they try to commander. try to say Joachim and he's like Yakum. Yakum. Uh, so you like got him. Coffin. Then you have like Paul Giamatti as the give me more money because I'm Nilo. Frank yeah. owes me money. And then yeah. you've got and then you got like the cursed crew, like you said, of all the conquistadors. The all got different. I thought their character design was really interesting. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I know what the conquistadors I really like, like that they there's five of them. Uh so five four. of you got Bee Man. You got uh, Bag Snake of Snakes. Man. You got uh, Tree Beard. You've got and you got Mud Man. Mud Boy. Yeah, it's four. Mud Boy. It's, it's four. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I really like that they all had different like powers. Yeah. Yeah. Different. I thought that was pretty cool because like a lot of their scenes were very fast moving and they were all in their armor, so it's just like an easy way to tell them apart. Yeah. Like, Bee Man. Snake Man. Exactly, yeah, whereas you compare it to something like very similar to this movie in the sense of Pirates of the Caribbean of having a cursed crew who were slowly yeah. turning into fish. Um, they were able to like distinguish them by having this one's a shark and this one's full of barnacles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas this, they were like, one's a b-boy, one's a mud boy, one's a tree and one's a snake. We've got parallel number one. Parallel, uh, yeah, I think, I, think, well, I think that's, I can't wait to get into that. Uh, but before before we get into before we get into spoilers, there's two more things I want to say to you or just ask you about. What do you think of the music in this? Or did you notice the music? I know where you're going with this. Okay. Because I think Lily pointed it out, but I was not paying much attention to the music. Okay. I, I, I don't know what she was mentioning, but for me, I was just like, we like I compared it to Indiana Jones, Pirates of the Caribbean. Now, if I asked you to sing those themes, you know what they are. But oh, I feel yeah, like yeah. That, the, what this movie was missing was like a really big Hans Zimmer fucking masterpiece of a fucking score. And it just didn't have we, it. The music is really bland. We do love Hans Zimmer on this podcast. We do love Hans Zimmer on this podcast. Good friend of the podcast. Um, but then there was a weird scene with like a metal song in it as well. That's the um, main theme is by Metallica. It's fucked. It's an it's instrumental like, uh, Metallica song or something. Nah, it's bitch just like, so I think that's what it was missing. They were, they, they'd overspent the budget and were like, we just gotta, we just gotta use what we've already got. Yeah, get me get me a hot band from 1990, whatever the fuck they were famous in. <laughs> Find um, me some mullet rock. We'll make it interesting. Give me mullet rock. Um, and then I guess yeah. So this isn't too spoilery, but like it does kind of set up for a sequel. So I guess wh- what a do you want a sequel? Knowing your answer is probably yes. And b what would you like to see them do next? I mean, yes. For your first question. God, what what mystical object could they find that hasn't already been found? Is there a second Ark of the Covenant? It's it's got the it's got the second set of commandments. There are eleven to twenty. Ah, it's like thou so shalt not do weed. So like the Mormons, like whatever they yeah. you know, that you have to find. They have to find that. Thou shalt not forget to floss. <laughs> it's just uh, it's just the rocks commandments of like thou yeah. shalt not skip leg day. <laughs> that's thou a shalt, cardinal sin th- thou shalt not produce a movie set in the jungle without consulting me first <laughs> um, but yeah like I guess like I don't know who would you say this movie's for who would you say like who would you recommend this to it's a it's a family film it's definitely a family film like parents with kids can watch this the kids will love it because it's got adventure it's got action the parents will love it because they're you know there's there's no shortage of innuendos there's like yeah. the the bad dad jokes, it's just 
It's fun for everyone. I mean, I loved it. Anyone who loves Dwayne Johnson should watch this film. He's never made a bad film. Um, that but, is, I'm just checking my facts here and I can say that's definitely incorrect, Orla. I think you're fine. <laughs> that I'm <laughs> right. Okay, okay. I, I, <laughs> IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, everyone disagrees with you, but that's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I guess... It's a conspiracy. I, absolutely. But, but like, well, look, we're going to get into spoilers now, but I just recommend anyone mm-hmm. uh, who... You know, still on the fence with it. I'd say definitely give it a watch. Try and watch it in the cinema if you can. I think it's a great... Like, I know I'd kind of mentioned on the Suicide Squad podcast that was a great one to see in cinemas. But if you're not into the gore, the action and stuff like that, this is a great bog-standard Disney movie. Plenty of action. Funny moments. Yeah, there's there's actually no gore in it. Like, there's, like... There's, like, battles and stuff, but there's no, like... You don't see anything, which that I was, like... snake guy is like, terrifying, quite... in my opinion. He is terrifying, but there's no blood and guts. There's no blood and guts, but there is a terrifying snake man in this. Like I, yes. I could see my, I could see like a young Gary being like slightly worried that the man, the bag man of snakes is going to come get me in the night. <laughs> he's just a like, bag of snakes. He is a bag of snakes. <laughs> uh, he's like that character, the, the the oogie boogie man from like oh, what's his face? Uh, from the Nightmare from Before Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, mm-hmm. that guy. It's like that. It's like instead of a bag, it's a bag of snakes. Um, but yeah, so look, everyone, fuck off if you haven't seen this. Go watch it. It's great. You can also rent. You can also get premiere access on uh, Disney Plus for twenty one ninety nine. Um, not that we're sponsored. Not that we're sponsored by them, but they should sponsor us because I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be flogging all that Disney content if they give it to me. I'd be like, <laughs> man, you need to check out High School Musical, the musical, uh, season two. Um, High Olivia... School Musical, the musical, the series. Oh shit! Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll be... See, <laughs> get it right. No, shh, Orla, don't be. That's just for you. Gave them spot. You gave them airtime there. I, I, I was leaving it a bit. People would go looking for that. And they wouldn't find it, and I technically wouldn't be sponsoring it. But now, now look at that. You're giving, you're giving Disney those big bucks again. God damn it. That's because they're paying me, not you. Oh no! How did you get Disney sponsorship? <laughs> it's just because you will just support any movie The Rock is in. Oh, no, yeah, my sponsorship is directly from Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> if you'd like to buy his tequila, you can try Shut free phone. <laughs> um, the phone. The only people buy you, the only drink people should be buying in this podcast is for me. Come up, come up to me and buy me a pint. Anyway, um, okay, we're going to talk spoilers, or mm-hmm. we, can, we can get into everything there, but I just wanted to say, um, so this movie obviously based on a ride and they initially had plans for this back in 2004 after pirates did well and it's kind of been in production like forever forever uh tom hanks was attached in the role tim allen was attached in the role and like this is how like many iterations it went through uh it went like i think it was until 2011 that's when they started up again dwayne 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 the rock was cast in 2015 and uh it says blunt was in the following january so the rest of the cast joined in spring 2018. Filming took place in Hawaii, Atlanta, Georgia from May to September of 2018. So they filmed this ages ago. That um, was three according- years ago. My God. Well, like it was, yeah. So it's it's been in, it's been in production hell for ages. I think, if it was filmed COVID this year, they would not be allowed that many people on that boat. They'd be like, sorry, maximum two capacity, not three. <laughs> I wouldn't get Someone's on that boat Someone's anyway, going to have to get it's on. It's safe. Um, but yeah, the production, the, the budget for this, Two hundred million dollars. Um, like you think you can kind of see that? Hundred ninety nine million of that was Dwayne Johnson. For the, for the probably, like I'm not gonna lie, he probably got paid a shit ton for this. Um, it made one hundred twenty three million on its first weekend in America, and like not got another thirty million in Disney Plus money. So like, so it made one hundred twenty three million worldwide. Uh, its first weekend, so like it did well. It is a success. So I think you know we'd hopefully see a sequel again. 
Um, with it, I don't know. I don't see this is Dwayne my other Johnson idea. loves a sequel now, he does especially love a, sequel. a sequel set in the jungle. We've got the Jumanjis, we've got the Journey 2s. Yeah, you so know, I think what I want next to see stop from Jungle the future, Cruise. What I want to see is I want to see the Jungle Cruise, but combining with like other Disney rides. So it's the Jungle Cruise with Pirates of the Caribbean, the Jungle, jungle Cruise to the Caribbean. Oh, I like it. Oh, that's perfect. And they have to find the wreck of the Black Pearl, or like. Do you work for Hollywood? And if not, you should. I think you should work exclusively in writing or coming up with ideas for Dwayne The Rock Johnson movies. I mean, I'm pretty sure I do that already. Just I know, no one but listens like, you just to need me. to get more money for it. That's all. Yeah, I do need to get paid for it. This is purely voluntary. and Yeah. Um, but another thing I wanted to say as well, that Emily Blunt apparently turned this role down quite a lot because uh, she said she was tired working for Mary Poppins and A Quiet Place Part 2. But that doesn't make sense in terms of the time frame when they're recording. Anyway, moving on. But apparently the director um, flew out to New York to meet with Blunt personally to say why she was perfect for the role. And then The Rock recorded a video as well uh, because he was producing it saying why she should be in it. And the whole, like they really pitched it to her. I really, I really hope the director flew out to meet John Krasinski and was just like, oh no, she thinks we're asking her. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it's like, but, I can't back out now. But I think she's so well cast. I'm glad they got she's her. She's fantastic. Um, she's uh, so good. She's great. Um, but yeah, so spoiler, I guess. What the biggest spoiler of this is what you said is one of the, rock, the one of the Rock's most impressive skills to date, which is what? That he is Spanish in this film? See, si. we, we meet him as Frank, the skipper. And then he reintroduces himself as Francisco. The 400-year-old conquistador. Francisco Lopez de Heredia. Um, yeah, it's... But, and like, as unbelievable as it is to for it to be explained, when you see The Rock in full curly wig with beard in, like, conquistador armour, it just... With, like, truly, a frilly shirt. It's so funny. Like, I, I could just... Like, you know, I could just imagine you having screenshots of that and just putting it on the picture of, like, your... Diary, do you know what I mean? When you're like, when you, I open my I, wardrobe and it's there at the back with lit it's just candles. a full cardboard cutout <laughs> as Conquistador Rock. It was like an out of body experience. What? It was Those very jarring to scenes. see. Um, yeah, I was just like, I was like, how did they convince him to wear a wig? Uh, yeah, it's like so. For anyone that might not have seen it, it's just listening. So what happened was the Rock was part of this cursed crew, uh, and he kind of the there was a fight between him and one of the other guys and. He because he like pu- he pushed them down a hole. He pushed them down a well, and, and then he bought he, a boat. He bought and he just proceeded to live. And I think that's why he was telling the bad jokes. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. These are gonna be dead soon. I'm gonna still be alive, so I'm gonna have my phone here. He's like, I'm 400 years old. I'm bored. Exactly. Um, Let me annoy some white people. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, and another funny thing as well, like if you try and apply too much logic to this movie, is that The Rock then having been Spanish and living on the Amazon for years, has developed an American accent. Yeah, flawless logic. But very I mean, good. Uh, I and, feel like that's very realistic. And for and also for a man that is... Because they're cursed that they can't leave side of the river. So what happens is the other guys get trapped because the rock puts them down a well and they can't get back to the river. So like the vines stick them to the side of the well so they can't get the out far, of the well. The jungle puts them in a timeout. Exactly. A big long timeout. Essentially just puts them in a timeout. As one guy describes... Turns them into creatures. <laughs> And as one of the conquistadors said, uh, a fate worse than death, it's torture. Uh, that's, what, that's what they described it as. So yeah, a bit of a, a bit of a cruel uh, time out. I always wondered what a fate worse than death was. Now I finally know. I know, it's been stuck in a well being turned into a snake boy. <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to know where The Rock was getting all this protein to get that big. He's not getting that off fish. You know what I mean? 
He's he's eating those pink dolphins. He is eating those. Pi- oh, he absolutely There's is. Weird he- pink dolphins where you're like, don't make, don't uh, look them in the eye because they're magic. <laughs> and then never the explains that ever again. Ah, sure look. Why would you? It's a movie that rips, like, they were the only thing that wasn't in any other movie, so they never had an answer to why they would be magical. So they were like, I don't know. The Mummy, Pirates of the Caribbean, Indiana Jones didn't explain this. Why should we? <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess, what did you think about the whole third act? Because I think that's something for me where the movie kind of changes a bit, I guess, both in terms of the production, the stakes, um, some of the character motivations and such. Where does the third act start? Let's just say the well. Let's just say the the, the when they go so where down. they break no, no, free. Yeah, you no. know where they have to go underwater and stuff. Oh yes, when we get to um, National Treasure Two. Yes. Yeah, like I mean, like obviously everything was too easy so far for them with the the pre Nazis, the conquistadors, you know, just trying not to die on this river. Um, they had to throw in the fact that um, Emily Blunt's character couldn't swim but had to go underwater. Yeah. Um, which was a whole thing. Um, and I mean, I was very, I was very tense throughout that whole exchange because like she had to climb into this underwater cave to pull a lever to like release the waterfall or something. But Dwayne Johnson had to keep going up to the, the surface and bringing her back down some air. Um, it was very intense. Mm. And, um, it was very, very National Treasure too, which I enjoyed. Um, and then like we revealed the secret cave. And um, what happens then? Yeah, like, I, I think for me it was just like... Oh, they get, they get caught by the Germans. They get caught by the Germans. Like, I felt... Like, I, I really their, enjoyed their the last submarine, Their submarine finally ran aground. <laughs> How uh, they made it through the entire Amazon. I will never know. I don't know. If, yeah, is it like, a deep uh, river? It's, it's, like it's, it's a big river, so maybe you could fit a German... Uh, pre, Pre-World War Two German submarine in it. I don't know. Um, but what I just enjoyed about it is it was great. Like it felt like a video game in a way. Do you know what I mean? Where all the villains come together and you're all in the bit where you have to find it. This tension. It's great. Like that's that bit, like you said, where the rock is trying to get the oxygen for, um, Emily Blunt's character, you know, Jesse Plemons is, uh, Prince Yakum, uh, like captures Jack Whitehall and he's been held hostage. And then, you know, the bad guy forces them to work with them. And then the other kind of supernatural forces come in and kind of ruin everything again. So no, I just thought, I really like how it all tied together and it just felt like a kind of a neat enough ending to it. Okay. Sorry to go you back have some to the Amazon summary. news. You have some Amazon news for me. The depth of the Amazon, it's 20 to 26 meters. That is not deep enough for a submarine. No, 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 I wouldn't say so. Also, do you want to know, sorry, just another thing that doesn't make any sense. Do you want to know what kind of annoyed me as well when they found out where the treasure was? Oh, not the treasure. Sorry. It could have been a the treasure, tree. but the, the tree, the big, the moon tree. The treasure was um, the friendships they made along the way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a place called Luna Rota, I think is where like, the last place they ended up. Yeah, and it just kind of annoyed too. me when The Rock has been searching for this place for 400 years and didn't think to go after a place named after the moon. When the moon is such a heavy, like when it's called, when the, when the, when the thing when they're looking like the for is called flower. Tears of the Moon. And the yeah. place is called like Luna Rota. And also it's the end of the, fu- like it's a big, like they say, oh, the, where the snake bites itself. And I'm like, oh, you mean where there's a literal big arrow? You didn't think to look there, the rock? <laughs> what if we go to where the arrow's pointing? No, no, too obvious. No, I'm just going to build a... X didn't build. mark the spot. It didn't, yeah. As soon as you look for an X, that's the problem. Yeah. Um... But yeah, like, I, I don't know, I kind of, I kind of liked all that. I liked, uh, I liked how it ended. Uh, I didn't like, mm. I, I, it was obvious The Rock wasn't going to die because he sacrifices himself um, oh, for yes, the greater good. 
Um, and like I said, it make for a does... very boring sequel if he was dead. Well, this is my other thing. Why don't you just get old? Like in the next one, you get just John Cena, and then the one after that, you get Dave Bautista. You just keep going through wrestlers until you like run out. I would watch that, but only if John Cena gets to zip line across <gasps> whatever jungle. They oh end my up in. god, he, his curse is that he can't leave the zip line. <laughs> for, he must for never con- be in sight of the ground yeah, exactly uh, for anyone who needs a bit of context uh, the movie Fast and Furious 9 John Cena there's an extended and I mean extended scene where he is just ziplining non-fucking stop ziplines stops shoots grappling gun ziplines stops shoots another grappling gun ship ziplines again yeah um but yeah, so like also another thing I, I thought was kind of interesting, like I know I was saying it was like a Disney movie because I kind of felt like you've got the, you've got the, you know, uh, that the hero who's being like super stubborn and the woman that's there to like, you know, change his life. And then you've got the, the animal who's like, you know, like the, like the, like near like the tiger and Aladdin in Proxima oh, and you've got like the buffoonish character. So then you get, uh, Proxima is like a cheetah that he keeps as a pet. Um, She's a leopard. Oh, leopard, leopard. Is it leopard? Yeah, cheetahs can't climb trees. They live in the savannah, not in the jungle. Okay, well... Yeah. She's a leopard. Well, whereas, like, do you know what else... Jack Hyde, what, do you know what else you don't... Got, <laughs> do you know what else you don't find in the fucking jungle? A pre-World War Two German submarine, okay? <laughs> hey, we gotta start somewhere. <laughs> we do. Sorry, um, sorry, I got my, I got my but, um, animals wrong. <laughs> I will not forgive you for that. Um, although I do like that she's constantly referred to as a murder cat and I feel mm. like they're like we gotta do some like I don't know meme culture in this we gotta you know talk to the youths call yeah. it a murder cat instead of a jaguar <laughs> uh, what, speaking of nicknames what did you think about Emily's blunt character uh, referred to as pants <laughs> I loved it so much <laughs> every time he said it I was like lol pants what an iconic nickname um, yeah and there's a bit I have a whole kind of thing about this in a sec but uh and she refers to him as skippy because he yeah just to piss him off skipper is what he wants to be referred to as now here's where the all facts begin so the reason why he's called skipper is because uh anyone who the disney cast members working as tour guides in the parks are called skippers uh so that when they were on the jungle cruise ride and stuff like that so that's why he's called did you know famous former skippers include kevin costner and john John lasseter Yes, we, we both, both read the page. Um, but, uh, yeah. but and then also the reason why pants is a big thing as well is because I think uh, Catherine Hepburn was an actress who was very big for trying to like, you know, uh, what you call it, just, you know, have, get uh, bigger parts and more important parts for women in cinema. And I think she wanted to wear pants one time and it caused a bit of a controversy or something. I think I read to that effect. Uh, mm-hmm. And the reason why Catherine Hepburn is, I suppose, important to this movie is that she starred in a movie called The African Queen, which my father kept saying, apparently, when watching it, my mother being like, this is the same as African Queen, but not as good. <laughs> uh, but it's a movie with pretty much the exact same plot as this. Don't all movies have the exact same plot as this? Uh, I'm glad you said that, because is, is now the time we get into what this movie is like what like what other movies this uh, movie is similar to? I feel like we've danced around it long enough. We can finally address okay. the Jaguar in the in the boat. <laughs> so similar to the Pirates of the Caribbean, because you've got uh, you've got an old curse that has affected a certain amount of a ship crew, but you've got one guy who's affected by the curse, but he's working with the good guys. So the Rock is bef- effectively the ja- the Jack Sparrow of this team, and they're all working to lift the curse together. Let's forget not forget it's also based on a ride. It's also based on a ride as well. Um, then, like, the one I noticed the most during it was The Mummy. 
and I have a whole yeah, thing it's, which I... it's so it's so obvious right like so, we start okay I know, go for, you go I, I, I'll work through this entire list I have again I, I got it from IMDb trivia section but I I spotted it <laughs> while I was watching it so, I got it from my brain it got does it from that my make brain. me better than you <laughs> Uh, absolutely yeah, you, knew, like, you knew the, the difference between a cheetah and a leopard and yet I keep calling it a jaguar yeah. which oh, are wait, kind is of, it a jaguar like, sorry what did jaguars you say jaguars are black oh yeah jaguars uh, are like black leopards yeah ah uh, yes sorry mm-hmm. I'm getting yeah. confused my jungle cats <laughs> it's understandable there's so many all two of them <laughs> uh, so okay you've got so it's similar to the Stephen Summers movie The Mummy why because you've got an idealistic and enthusiastic woman woman looking for a legendary treasure Evelyn played by Rachel Weisz but also Lily Houghton played by Emily Blunt it's those two characters there then you've got a rogue adventurer who turns into a hero Rick O'Connell in The Mummy the, uh, Frank Wolf in um, in Jungle Cruise then you've got also the woman, known as Francisco Francisco de, 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 de. then you've also got the woman has an annoying brother who usually complains about everything <laughs> and only wants to have an upper class lifestyle played by Jonathan Carahan in The Mummy and Jack Whitehall sorry uh, John yeah yeah both of them anyway. then you you've got, got the names correct yeah then you've got the antagonist suffering with a long curse and has magical powers Imhotep and then also uh, the other guy you've got a rascal looking for money in Paul Giamatti and then Omid Jalili he hosts a game Omid show Jalili. called that's it. Is he the one who hosts that show called The Winning Combination? I think so, but he also does those insurance ads. He does those insurance ads. Can I just take a slight detour and say that The Winning Combination is the most difficult and challenging game show I've ever seen, and it's absolutely cutthroat. I don't think I've ever seen it. My God, look into The Winning Combination. I've never seen anyone win money on it. To like, not even... <laughs> they go home with nout. Do you know what I mean? Shame. And I would say that the only treasure they get is the friendships they make along the way. But it is a game show where you just hate the other people you're on with. So you go home broke. Anyway, you've also got a greedy character looking for money related to the hero. So you got uh, Benny from The Mummy and then you have Trader Sam in this. Then you got an exotic location full of dangers and legendary curses. Then you've also got in the first scene in The Mummy, um, Evelyn tries to keep her uh, keep, uh, keep stand up in the air on... This sentence makes no sense. Basically, she's on a library ladder. Oh, yeah, they're la- on the library ladders. The library ladder in both movies. You've also got, despite a very bad first impression, the woman and the rogue adventurer develop a love interest and that the movie is set in the early 20th century. Uh, there's also I also noticed that there's a scene where um, Emily Blunt is trying to outrun the moon, whereas in The Mummy 2, he's trying to outrun the shade. Yeah. <laughs> Any other ones from The Mummy that was similar? Oh, my God, let me think. I can tell you why it's like Moana. <laughs> Is it because Dwayne Johnson's in it? Uh, shares its core plot with Moana, which also starred Dwayne Looks Johnson. Like... Johnson's character is enlisted by a young woman to take her and and the and the ancient jewel she wears around her neck to a secret place where she can place the jewel in a specific location that will then bring the land back to life and lift an ancient curse. And it's like Indiana Jones because there's we... Nazis, or pre-Nazis as you call them. Pre-Nazis, yes. Who don't know how to eat peas. There's a scene where, where he's, he's having dinner in the submarine and... There's like a piranha skeleton on his plate and he's got three peas and he's like pushing them onto the back of his fork in the creepiest way. He's German. They don't, they, like, they, they're portrayed just like, as just was, odd characters anyway. It's, it's not difficult to eat peas. Did you appreciate that he's like, he, he like boned a, like, as in like he was able to like completely descale a piranha and eat it for dinner? I can lay the bones back <laughs> I, was, I was like, where are we going with the, with the bones? Oh dear, no. <laughs> I was like, what? We watched two very different movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was like, I was like, he did it very neatly. He's definitely got some form of OCD. The, the way yeah. he laid it back on the plate, the way he was eating his peas. 
just very upsetting did you also think it was weird like I, I loved him as an introduction as a character because like he's just so literal cutthroat in that like he just yeah. kills a lot of fucking like I don't know what they were archaeologists or he's something like, like that you're dead and you're dead and you're dead and you're dead I love that I was like holy shit we're in for like a really I mean, sinister he, character and then doesn't get any he very better. nearly killed Emily Blunt very quickly in the film which would have been a very short film is that with the ladder out the window yes yeah uh, yeah, he's ruthless. I really enjoyed that. See, what, mm. but what I think they kind of missed Apart the trick from was the fact that he used a submarine. That too. I won't uh, say that. Uh, I, I kind of, I thought, I thought they were going to do something interesting with his character. I thought they were going to make him sympathetic because he seems so desperate to get this Tears of the Moon flower and um, mm. to get the cure because it's supposed to. I don't know if we explain, but it's supposed to cure like illness and whatever the fuck. But um, oh yeah, I don't think I ever explained that. It's the jungle. Like, it's a magical know, flower that cures exactly. all ills. But it's like um. I thought he was like sick with cancer or something. Like I thought that was going to be like a reason why he want. Like he doesn't want it for he had to sinister. Save, like his brother. Yeah, or I thought it was going to be something cool like that where he wasn't actually trying to be sinister. He was just trying to save his like dad or his brother. Like I thought they were going to, which I thought that would have been cool to see him mm. and the heroes team up against the supernatural forces. But the third no, act, he's just a sociopath. He's just German. He's I, no, I'm not. I just, he's just, just German. German. He's just German. Like just, <laughs> like in, in like. Most movies, like, uh, characters could just be bad because, like, yeah, he's a German during the during one of the wars. He must be bad. Yeah, um, whereas, yeah they you know, just really went with the stereotype. They kind of did, but, like, it's a cartoonish villain. Do you know what I mean? I don't think it's too offensive at all. I think it's just a it's, wacky villain. It's not It's not a, a nuanced film. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that much. <laughs> so they, they were just like, no, we'll keep it simple. <laughs> uh, but I will say, actually, I, I probably, I think I would have taken, like, I know you said the pseudo-villains being the tribe who are actually paid by The Rock to, you know, squeeze money out of people thinking they're to in sca- danger and stuff. Sc- yeah, to scare the tourists. But I think you could have taken a villain out. I think if you weren't going to have the good guys team up with the German or the supernatural team uh, or the, the conquistadors team up with the good guys. I think it was just too many villains that I think they could have, I just felt like there was a lot happening then. It was, it was like a three way battle because the, like the villains didn't team up against them. The villains were fighting each other as well. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, yeah, I get it. Well, I don't know. I, I just really it was, was it. it yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. I just wanted to see But I German. still enjoyed it. Oh, I, oh, I love, no, I, I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. I just, I guess, mm-hmm. If I just have one issue with it, well, I have a lot of issues with it, but like, it was still, <laughs> no, but it was so fun. I didn't give a fuck. Do you know what I mean, like, when you're having yeah, that yeah. much fun with it, um, the dad. It's jokes the kind of film well. where you don't really care that much. Like, yeah. I go on about the submarine, but I don't care that much. No, like you couldn't give a shit. Like, uh, but like even stuff like the dad jokes at the beginning really let you, like, set you up for what type of movie this is going to be. Yeah, kind of way. they set they set the tone. I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed them. <laughs> well, apparently they're all taken from the the ride itself. That's why. Yeah, yeah. The, the skippers are meant to be really cringy. Um, and then, like, I think the the backside of water joke, like that's in the tour, as well. So, like, I kind of, mm-hmm. I yeah, like, I, I I think I was watching a lot of it, thinking to myself, ooh, maybe this is from the ride, and I'm not picking up on it. So I kind of felt that a bit at times. Um, but the yeah. is a very good show on Disney Plus. I think it's called like Behind the Attraction or the it's something anyway. Mm-hmm. And there's an episode on the Jungle Cruise, and I was, I was watching a review by someone who said she watched it before that and she was like, oh, I, I, I appreciate the movie so much more because I understood the ride better and why mm. it's kind of everything that's went into it and stuff because I know the ride was influenced by that movie, The African Queen. So, um... Yeah, I probably should have done some research. Uh, as my research consists of watching the movie... Do, and read, to, the, read the IMDb, read the IMDb as we're section. recording. Do the, do, the, uh, do the Wikipedia search as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, yeah, just kind of roll with it. Um... 
other things I wanted to talk about just as well um, was I just liked that, you know, it kind of showed... I don't know, I think I think in the Mummy movies... Mummy movies are kind of good for as well, but this was great for, like, you know what I mean, like, uh, uh, your one Emily Blunt's character, whose name? I don't... Lily Houghton. Lu- Lily? I was going Lucy, but yeah. Um, like, she's just great. She does her own thing. She's really headstrong. Like, she's courageous. She just fucking... She gets down to it. Like, I think, I don't know. I think she was just a bit more courageous and more battle ready, I guess. Like, doing her, like, doing jumps and mm. running against danger and stuff like that. She was great. Because the movie sets up the fact that she's not allowed, like, join That's because she was wearing pants. She was wearing pants. And that's it. Pants are a superpower in the early 20th century. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It throws men. Like, I love the bit. I love That's the, like, why they didn't let women wear pants properly. Because they were too afraid of her power. Exactly. <laughs> But it was great. It was I don't know. It was great to see like the whole thing. Is like she's not allowed. She's not allowed being the science society. So she gets her brother to do it. But then like he's a bit nervous and stuff. But then at the end of the movie, because he grows a bit of the character, because he's not no longer like so dependent on his luxuries and stuff like that, and is a bit of a you know can what you call it handle himself and is a bit more courageous. He gives the speech at the end. So the people he was so nervous at giving the speech Mm. to the beginning was like fuck off, get fucked, (laughs) (laughs) woohoo. Yeah, also, I did like he, that. There was there was a good amount of character development. Yeah, I did enjoy that he gave. Although, the, oh, speaking of character development, I would like to mention the best. I don't know if it's development, but transition of a character. Yeah, it is right at the end of the cave scene mm-hmm. where they're trapping the conquistadors back in the rocks, in the walls, and Dwayne Johnson turns into an actual rock. <laughs> It's just. Now, would you call it a rock or poetry. would you call it stone? Did he turn to stone or did he turn it's into a rock? Just a big rock? ass rock. He did, yeah, he did turn into a big ass. He's a big ass rock, best of times. <laughs> this, this definitely solidified him. Yeah, being a big he's ass usually rock. a metaphorical rock. Yeah. This time he was a literal rock. Um, I, d- I was like, I was like, thank you, Disney, thank you for this one thing. <laughs> but yeah like I, I did like that he went from a character that was like just trying to effectively kill himself the entire movie because he can't die <laughs> yeah so he was dark. just uh, uh, and then he was just like yeah I just want to you know break the curse so I can die and then she's like yeah but why not like you know come over to come over to London with me and we'll have a great time and then <laughs> he's like no I'd rather die no 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 he'd not rather die because the sacrifice he makes like the guy said earlier in the movie a fate worse than death <laughs> he wants mm, to go through torture, torture. yeah but uh, I don't know. I was trying. I was kind. Of, I was kind of intrigued to see what the rock would if he had like a weird superpower when he came out of the stone. Yeah, he did. He did. He just seemed to be a normal guy. Flower boy. <laughs> uh, no, be- yeah, no. Um, He's the rock. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, I guess like any other any other kind of bits that you enjoyed about this movie or kind of thought were noteworthy. Oh, there was one point. Like we, like we were talking about the sets and stuff, but there was one piece of camera work that I really loved. Okay. And it was when Emily Blunt was using her own, like she had the old fashioned movie camera. Yeah. And every so often they transitioned to the, like the square frame, black and white silent yeah. movie type thing. I really loved that. I don't know. Yeah. It just, it just kind of brought you more into the world and into the time. And like, they wouldn't, it wasn't like one section, like they do it every so often. Like she'd be recording Dwayne Johnson. He'd be recording his cat. Yeah. Just like napping in the boat. Proxima. And so Proxima. I love so that like it would just every so often it would pop up and I just really liked that it just kind of it just added something to it yeah and I think I saw someone point out I can't remember who said it but it was like 
during that scene they're all like you know you have to live in the moment you have to visit these fantastic locations and you know live and just see these things for yourself and I imagine they were saying that on a big ass G- uh, like CGI green screen fucking like, yeah um, because like like I said like the CGI I think was very good and bad at times like I think there was like some like do you remember like I don't know some of the am- animals like the monkeys and shit like they were, I don't know I just felt it was kind of a bit wonky. They were quite cartoony. Yeah, I, but look, I didn't mind it. Like, the the CGI of the people was quite good. Yeah. Like the, I, it was very Pirates of the Caribbean, so they had a lot of practice. Yeah. But, like, they, yeah, the animals were a bit more cartoony. But, yeah, I think, I don't know. It's like, but, but it worked. Yeah, it kind of, yeah. you know, it's a magical land. Yeah, I think... I called think Brazil. A Brazil. Uh, but, yeah, I think it did a great, mo- like, job of... of, of, of de- like, I definitely feel like it was the like earliest 20th century. Like, like The Mummy. Mm. The Mummy is just fucking fantastic movie I love that movie so much but like this is like <laughs> it's very good it's, but like this is like I don't know I'm definitely gonna I haven't I hadn't looked into it but like this is the closest I feel like a movie's kind of come to ripping off the mummy but also you know what I mean like having that Blatantly. same feel but you know what I mean like the same feel to it that sense of adventure yeah, yeah. like these really like well like like they're definitely well defined characters in a in a time mm-hmm. period that's that's very well executed from a production point of view um, mm-hmm. so I just I've, I re- like you just really fall in love with the world and I think for me like I said it was that scene that intersection in like London when she goes out when mm. Emily Blunt's character goes out the window that time and you just see it and it's like it's massive in scale um, yeah. so I think it for is, that it's... reason and that's why I was like I kind of wanted to see it in cinema but just I want to see that big world um, and I'd absolutely love like I, I'm not big about you know I never really wanted to go to Disneyland until they had a Star Wars fucking thing but like <laughs> man would I check out I would check out the Jungle Cruise ride now if it was similar to this movie because I feel like oh, I yeah, this be in is that actually world. just a 90 minute or however long it is advertisement yeah I'd do it. Fuck it. There's two things yeah. I'd do. I'd, it's three things I would do. One, I would go to the Jungle Cruise ride. Two, I would fly the Millennium Falcon. And three, I would pay somewhere between 200 to $300 on my own lightsaber that customs would probably take off me. Probably. I think <laughs> uh, we're, we're talking about podcast on tour. Podca- oh, I'd love... Th- oh, podcast on tour. That's the dream. I don't know. I'd have to get proper equipment, but like, fuck it. We'll do it eventually. Yeah. <laughs> um, but okay, I thought as a, I thought as a way to, 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 to try and maybe wrap this up as I guess to ask you where does this rank uh, in your Dwayne The Rock Johnson like movie list. But I think just before I'll say that, uh, it's the second movie that The Rock has done with the word jungle in it. The first being Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. However, it would be the third count if counting Welcome to the Jungle from 2003, which it was called in Australia. I think it was called Welcome to the Jungle here as well. Um, mm. Because I think it's, it's it was called Walk Tall. It's called, yeah, so it's called The Rundown in America, but I'm pretty sure it's called Welcome to the Jungle here as well. So it's a fit in Ireland. Anyway, it's his third movie with, uh, with jungle in it. But I want to know where does Jungle Cruise rank for you in the rock movies or where are your top three? Oh God, I've got to remember what I, what I listed my top three on because I'm going to get them wrong. They change regularly. Yeah. Every time I watch a new one, I'm like, this is my new favourite. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm, I can't... See, that's the problem. I can't really name my top three Dwayne Johnsons because they're all different. So I'm going to go in like that adventure genre that he does, like with the Jumanjis, with the... Uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth. I don't. I don't think it's as good as Jumanji. Yeah, but it's better than Journey Two. It's like it's like number two in there. Okay. Okay, that's pretty solid. You know, it's. I might need to give it another watch to kind of solidify <laughs> it. I mean, I love Jumanji. It's just so good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I, I can't really compare it to like his disaster movies or like the, the Fast and Furious. Mainly because I haven't seen most of the Fast and Furious. I've seen three of them. Out of like forty seven, I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so like, yeah, I'll put it. I'll put it middle of the the family adventure. Movies. Okay, I'll put it. Okay, I'll take that. Um, my that's my non-committal answer for you. I feel like yeah, because I think I asked you uh, for the rampage podcast as well, so I'm sure I could go back in that and try and find um, what you call it. What you said I think I said rampage, uh, San Andreas, and skyscraper or something yeah. like that. I don't know. I think I. Th- but also, just another quick side tangent, which I do love that they uh, they manage to just somehow write the fact that he has a his off white tee in this as well. <laughs> I think it's in his contract. I like <laughs> like in all seriousness, it wouldn't surprise me. This man has wearing an off white tee and is in a jungle setting far too much in his career. I find it insane. I don't. I don't know how he keeps doing it. The man does what he wants. He picks his films. What's the uh, Black Adam's next? Isn't it? Black Adam is next. Uh, Red Notice is next. He oh, is with Ryan that. Reynolds and... Uh, yes. Black Adam is next. Black Adam is the same director as Jungle Cruise. I did not know that. Oh, this mm-hmm. director did other things as well, didn't he? I will tell you now. He said vaguely, knowing the answer would um, be to hand on IMDb. Did you know that he directed Jungle Cruise? The Shallows. He did The Shallows as well. The, Jeez, um, for a man that Big did The Lively. Shallows, the man that did The Shallows, he did not know that The Shallows of the Amazon River was not enough he also, to... He also did a movie called The River. Oh my God, this man. <laughs> he also did an en- Enrique Iglesias short film. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't believe he's doing Black Adam. That's class. Well, look, if this yeah. guy can do what he did for Black Adam, but just make the true star of that movie. Actually, this is going to be interesting because that's a movie that has my hero and your, your hero in it in that it's Pierce Brosnan and Dwayne The Rock Johnson in one movie together. Oh my God, we have to. We're going to have to cover that. We're going to have to cover that. I think it's currently marked as 2022, but who knows when that's coming out. Who knows? Well, like, look, we'll try and have we'll you have on. To, we'll have to schedule that in. Absolutely. And like, just get ready for, if anyone's listening to this, if anyone's listening to this, I swear. <laughs> Are you out there? If, if anyone's listening to this, just remind, just just be ready that for when we do Black Adam, it's just going to be like, Pierce Bros is the best. And you're just going to be like, nah-uh. And I'm like, uh-huh. Nah-uh. Uh-huh. Muffled, muffled fisticuffs. For, for about 40 to 45 <laughs> minutes. It, it'll be in like two to four working years. Exactly. Uh, but, until then, Orla, thank you so much for coming on and doing another podcast. Thank you so much for having me back on. It's been so much fun. Ah, look, it's um, like what's great. What's great is it's 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 good. What I love about doing the podcast at times is it's great to be able to watch such a fun movie and then have someone to talk to about it. But also for this movie to have someone who loves Dwayne Johnson. I can never say his name right. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. To, uh, someone that loves him as much as you do just makes it that much better. So thanks again. Uh, I'm always happy to talk about Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> We'll have to. Your next one's going to be your fifth one, so you're going to have to. You're going to have to think for a good one there. Oh god, the pressure is on. <laughs> Might have to wait two years and just make a Black Adam. Black Adam one, yeah. We'll take that on tour. <laughs> we'll go to Egypt for that one. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean. And yeah, I just want to also say thanks to anyone who's listened to this or any of the others. Uh, if you want to keep up to date on the podcast, you can follow at Reeling in the Peers on Instagram. You can follow on Spotify. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Um, thanks again. We, we really hope you enjoyed. Goodbye.